what tech device is already reportedly being returned to the stores? What is going on, everybody? It is Lauren Delisa Coleman, and you are now inside of another episode of Beats and Bites. I can't wait to be able to get into everything around that whole question, the answer to it, and so much more, because this is surprising, like even for me, who you guys know is deep, deep into this stuff, always tracking the intersection of emerging technology, that's AI, 5G, now moving into 6G, digital currency, Web3, and anything XR, 3D spatial computing, aka glasses, um, all that stuff as it intersects with uh, entertainment and most specifically music. Um, So let's just get into it. But before we do, first of all, um, we've got to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. It's not been that many days, right? Because you guys know I always record this podcast on Thursday. So, oh, actually, it's really quite timely because I think the Kansas City Chiefs were just doing their whole parade thing. And sadly, I just saw, and this just makes me like, so it just makes me mad at this point, not even sad or frightened or anything, but it just makes me mad that people can't go out now to a parade without, I saw breaking news uh, in my inbox just like, what, an hour ago, that people have been shot now at the parade for the Kansas City Chiefs. So more on that you know, after I get off of, you know, this, this wonderful recording platform, by the way, shout out to Riverside FM, because I use that platform for all my podcasts for the recording of them in case you guys wanted to know. And it works so well, whether it's just like for myself or, um, you know, if I'm interviewing somebody, we can also see each other. And why do I love it the most when I found out about this is that even if you have like some kind of glitches, especially if I'm interviewing people in like other countries and there might be like a slight delay or whatever, Riverside has the capability to throw all this up into the cloud. And by the time it comes back down, there's no glitches making your thing seem mad, like seamless and professional, which I love. So I don't know. It just hit me to like share that. I'm not being paid by Riverside to put that out there, although wouldn't mind it, right? <laughs> but um, after I finish and wrap up everything on Riverside, I'm going to, you know, just find out like a little bit more about this. But very sad. But let's talk about, you know, the, the hot part of the Super Bowl before, um, you know, all of the sadness took place. Of course, you know, I want to talk about a little bit about um, the performance, right? Usher's halftime performance. But even before that, let's talk about how hot it was that the external kind of part of the sphere was as much a part of like the pregame show as like interviews. I talk a little bit about this more in my um, brief that I do, you know, my newsletter that I do on LinkedIn every Monday. So if you want to see a bit deeper about that and some of the other elements that I talk about, please don't forget to check out um, my newsletter on LinkedIn. You know, it's under my name, my page, Lauren Delisa Coleman, and you can subscribe um, if you haven't already, right? So that's one side of it, but just about the performance um, itself, I'm still kind of checking it out. But something that I did not mention in the newsletter, which I kind of wanted to to track and see how things kind of built, is that how the numbers are just blowing out for, as of course expected, for um, the key hits of Usher that just keep like building, right? Just seeing like the numbers blow out on Apple and Spotify. And I just find that so 
just it's just so amazing every time, even though sadly they're not really earning all that much from that. But still, just the way that different screens and culture can move, you know, music, we're just at the very tip of the iceberg, which leads me into today's like the meat of today's episode. And you guys know as a feature media innovationist and an innovation strategy consultant, I'm always looking at the whole like kind of gamut, right? To be able to see where are the opportunities, where can or should people be leveraging things? Where's the hype? How can you better decipher this to be able to create either more revenue streams or connect better with fans slash consumers or both and so much more. And so I'm looking at this with the whole spatial computing game, and there's just so much. Oh my gosh. Again, to refer you back to my newsletter, there are a couple of different, like, kind of hip hop related points to this that you don't want to miss if you haven't caught them already. And one is like super funny and could only come out of the mind of a hip hop artist, you know, kind of just using this while looking at a particular use case, just let's say it, you know, that way. But today, I want to look a little bit more at some of the news which has dropped around Apple Vision Pro and just kind of be able to analyze it and, and look at it in kind of larger, larger, like kind of point of view or larger context. Because I think the main thing with everything emerging technology is to not kind of decide, oh, this is a hot thing or this is not the hot thing. You know what I mean? Like you have to let the things breathe a little bit. And that's so critical, whether you are a creator or, um, you know, certainly an executive, right? So again, tracking all this and kind of continuing to break it down for you so that you can end up making like an an informed decision, right? (laughs) As they say, but let's jump into it. Okay, so what device, surprise, surprise, after, you know, kind of the setup is being returned to the stores, which I actually did not expect is Apple Vision Pro headsets. Now, allegedly, and I'm reading this in Business Insider. If you guys want to go to Google, you know, check it out, you know, Business Insider, comma, Apple Vision Pro kind of returns if you want to read the whole thing. Allegedly, two things are happening. One, I kind of thought, but I didn't think it would be critical enough to drive returns. The other, I'm actually kind of surprised about. So there are two main reasons why many allegedly, because we don't really have the numbers on this just yet, we're going to have to see. And I don't know if Apple is really, you know, kind of be like that transparent to be like, this is how many headsets are returned per day and sharing this with the world. But first of all, the headset is mad heavy. And so I don't know if anybody's just, you know, had a chance to try it on or friends or whatever, but it is definitely heavy. And I remember when I was asked to speak at a virtual conference or rather a a summit, a half day summit that um, Nokia did where um, the founder of Second Life was, gave the keynote. I was asked to speak about uh, kind of the intersection, of course, of emerging technology and 18 to 24, 34 hip hop entertainment. Again, the founder of Second Life was giving kind of, you know, a certainly a a larger kind of landscape point of view. And he mentioned the fact one of the things that was kind of holding the whole VR game and so much more back is the weight of the headsets and how far it would need to come down to be comfortable and how far away we were from that. And in his opinion, how long it would take to get there. I did that. Oh, gosh, I don't know, maybe last like October, right? So October 2023. 
in a year's time, this headset has been created, which there's no way, I forget what dude said from Second Life, but it was going to take like at least a couple of years to get it down to the grams that this thing should weigh in order to be comfortable. So lo and behold, people are like, this is too heavy. I'm getting like, you know, my neck is hurting. Like my whole game is like thrown out of whack with the weight of this. And apparently people want to be able to keep it on for a while. You know, it's new. You're trying to navigate. It's just too heavy. So allegedly or reportedly people are returning it. But again, that's a little bit, a little bit something of what I thought could happen. Um, I don't see it, you know, mass like droves of people returning it. But again, here's the surprise is that allegedly like the screen is like kind of blurry and it's just not as crisp and doesn't actually, I guess, lend itself to the whole device, lend itself to the $3,500 price. So we're going to have to kind of see what's up with this. I have, you know, conversely, again, if you jump over to my um, newsletter on LinkedIn, what a couple of, you know, artists, rap artists have said about this, running around wearing it, talking about it, have not heard that from them just yet. But, you know, we don't know how long that they've kept it on. I think this is really, really interesting. Um, I mean, obviously, the headset's only going to get better in terms of device, pixelation, whatever, with time. But I I just think that it's it's really it's interesting on a couple of different fronts, but mainly because when you ask a lot from a consumer, especially these days, you have to just provide so much. And so if you want to make something like that super expensive, wow, it's gotta deliver, right? I just find it, you know, fascinating that there's no way that that device couldn't be a bit like lower, especially because all of those early adopters are gonna be talking about it. And then, you know, hopefully leading it to like the second like level of, of consumer. If the main ones are like really talking poorly about it, it's going to be a hard sell to get to like that lower cost, you know, price point, which I think I had mentioned on a previous episode, that's kind of the game plan for this. So putting that out there, again, you can read all of the, the details about this on Business Insider if you guys want to, but jumping over to this interesting that Zuckerberg decided to do his own little review of um, Vision Pro. Uh, Of course, he's not going to be like checking for it because it flies right in the face of, you know, his own Quest 3. But I just, you know, I've never seen, I don't think anybody's ever seen really, right? A CEO like evaluating. Can you imagine just in the banking world, like Jamie Dimon from Chase, like evaluating some like, you know, Citibank product, right? Um, we haven't really seen this before. I think it's interesting that he was just like, you know, let me get into this and talk about why my product is so much better. You know, it weighs less, it's this, it's that, it's whatever. But he didn't mention, of course, the cachet that Apple has and probably always will have, the larger ecosystem scenario that Apple has, because when Quest 3 comes out, it's just, that's what it is. But Apple has its whole like app world that it brings to the to, you know, the whole product, right? So I don't know, but I think I'm like talking about this just to be able to say that the um, kind of headset wars, you guys, are only just beginning. And I think it's only going to get more interesting. And the consumer, the end user is going to be the one who wins out because everybody's trying to court you and 
I think it's just going to, I don't know, work to everybody's advantage. Uh, A kind of parenthetical here, HTC, if you guys have not checked it out, because I just, this just kind of recently came across my radar, their Vive product, right? Their Vive headset, check it out. Because of course, everybody already knows that, you know, about HTC as a company, but their headset, I think has kind of been on the low and there are a number of different reasons, I think, around that. But what they're trying to do and how they have like the Vive Studios and, you know, Vive Arts and kind of this humane um, approach to technology overall is very, very intriguing. So, and as we already know, and as I mentioned, I think in a previous um, uh, issue of my uh, newsletter, no, I definitely did, about Sony's headset coming up, this is going to be hot. And what I think is going to come out of this is that you're going to start to see maybe the next level of celebrity. Remember when people were like, oh, chefs can't be celebrities. And of course, now we have celebrity chefs, celebrities in all kinds of realms. We're about to see, I believe, from those who are smart in this space, in the entertainment realm, particularly music, those who um, partner with the right like developer for these headsets, for their own you know, offering that they want to be able to bring and blow that person up like music video directors were, like Hype Williams like back in the day and all that, that's like the next major combo, the next major partnership, right? Between recording artists or those within the entertainment space and like developer who moves into that limelight and who's really kind of edgy and can get the, the whole like wave of this uh, kind of integration and collabo in a brand new sort of way. I know that we're going to be able to see this happen in a big, big way. I'm actually going to be able to kind of support that effort too, by the way, okay, in the true hip hop spirit, just promoing myself. I've been building up to this. And so in the next probably episode or two, I'll be able to tell you what I've been working on that's going to be a killer event that you do not want to miss that's going to kind of forward all of this. So again, you guys, we're just at the very beginning of all of this, and I'm just so excited to be really the key person out here who is documenting this particular area of um, you know, emerging tech and entertainment, that whole innovation space, like as it just blossoms more and more. I am a crazy, stupid fan of this and love it. And I'm so glad that I can keep you guys informed. Don't forget to always, um, you know, continue to share about this. If you like what it is that I'm doing, definitely follow rating. And oh my gosh, how could I forget my new poll system, you guys? Right. If you're listening to this, um, you know, via Spotify, sorry, Apple listeners, if you want to jump over to Spotify for a minute, whatever, I'm doing this whole poll scenario. Um, last episode, you may remember that I um, launched the poll about should AI generated entertainment be watermarked? We have it in. The votes are all 100% on this. Wow. So, drum roll, please. That is the findings of the poll from you fabulous listeners. My next poll now is going to be around the headsets, right? Why not tie it into today's uh, episode? I want to know if you don't have a headset, would you buy one? Would you buy one in the next like month? Not, you know, 
tying it to any particular brand or whatever, but you know, are you into it enough, whether listening to this to this as an executive, creator, consumer, whatever, would you buy one of these quote unquote spatial computing? And we have to be able to change that name because it just, it's not really a sexy name, spatial computing, too many syllables and too techy, but whatever for the moment, would you buy one of these spatial computing headsets like Apple Vision Pro, what have you in the next, I'm going to say 30 to 60 days. Let me know. On the poll, you can see the poll if you're, you know, of course, listening to this on Spotify again, and of course, on the mobile app, you can just click, make it super easy, yes, no, and then I will let you know the results next week, and you can see how you stack up. All right, so, oh, and also, by the way, before um, I drop next week's episode, podcast episode on Thursday, I'm going to have a new um a new installment on my uh, column for NASDAQ, which you don't want to miss because I'm going to be talking about uh, kind of the the implementation of AI and spatial computing in air quotes in, in the business realm, like some of key things that are really being missed right now in terms of how this stuff is being introduced to staffs and teams around the country, but particularly inside of like media and entertainment companies and where the real opportunity is. And more importantly, kind of like in a slightly scary kind of way, what's being missed. So look out for that. May go live. I'm thinking like next Wednesday, which will be February 21st. So if that so interests you, look, you know, you can just Google my name, Lauren Delisa Coleman, common NASDAQ, um, and that will come up right on NASDAQ's new site. And I think that is just about going to do it. Again, don't forget to follow, um, share about this, and like. And I wish you a great day or evening, wherever you are. This has been another episode of Beats and Bites. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the fact that you're a friend of 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 the fact that you